Looking at our world from a theological perspective, this is the Theology Central Podcast, making Theology Central. Good afternoon, everyone. It is Friday, June the 9th, 2023. It is currently 12.59 p.m. Central Time, and I'm coming to you live from the Theology Central studio located right here in Abilene, Texas. In Abilene, Texas, meaning that I live here in Abilene, Texas. That's very important because wherever you live, wherever it may be, whatever state it may be, whatever city, you live in this world, there's no way to get around that. We live in it, but we are not supposed to be of it, right? We are pilgrims. We are strangers. We are just passing through. This is not our home. We are to set our affections on things above. We are to, set, we are to store up spiritual treasure, not, not we need to store up treasure in heaven, not treasure here on earth. Our focus is to be heavenly, not earthly, right? That, that we, but we are here. Now, while we're on this earth, we have a commission, right? Which is to go and teach. That's evangelism, baptize, bring into the church and then teach. That is discipleship. That is our focus. We go to church to be equipped so that we can do the work of ministry. We are to be serving other people. We're to put other people's be, other people before ourselves. Uh, we are to love our enemy. We are to turn the other cheek. I mean, on and on and on. We know the, what the Bible calls us to do, but it's very easy because we are in the world to get so wrapped up in it and we start thinking fleshly, not spiritually. We want to start almost trying to establish a kingdom here on earth by our own efforts, power, and force. We, we, we want to, we, we get so wrapped up in what's happening in our culture that we, we stop thinking biblically. We become more influenced by the culture than we are influencing the culture. I mean, you could ask right now, look at the American church. Is the American church more influenced by the Apostle Paul, uh, by Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, or is it more influenced by their they're a political party of choice. Are they more influenced by culture war, politics, morality, or are they more influenced by the gospel? Is the church more gospel-minded or law-minded? We could go on and on and on. I just believe we live in a day and age where the church has become so influenced by the culture. Now, while we're railing against the culture, screaming against the culture, we're still being influenced by a specific culture. I was reading an article yesterday about how how many people in our country identify in some way, shape, or form as being conservative. But being conservative is not equal to being Christian. People can be conservative and you know, our, our stand against the LGBTQ movement and stand against this and stand against that doesn't make them Christian. Yeah, people holding or grab. So sometimes people just take Christianity and they almost hi, they replace really a Christ based mentality, a gospel based mentality, simply with a conservative morality. It's just like they, they really have replaced Christ with conservatism. They've replaced the gospel with morality. 
And I think that there's a major problem here, but we are in this world, but we're not of it. Now, because we're in it, sometimes we have to talk about what's going on in it. And the only reason I believe, at least for me, for this podcast, the times I talk about what's going on in the world is simply to help us not get so wrapped up into thinking about it from a worldly perspective. We always have to maintain a Christian perspective, right? Uh, Yes, exactly. Yeah, if you're anti-abortion, you'll be pro-war. Exactly. It, it's there's, there's all these weird things that happened in the church. It's just this really like sometimes you look at it and you're like, it's not even a, a theologically thought out perspective at times. It, it it's, just, it's just maddening at times, right? We we could go into all the examples, but I I, I there are times where I feel like what is happening. Because so many people are talking about it and everyone is so emotional and angry and frustrated. You just look at it and you're like, what in the world is going on? Like, I don't know. There's this a social media platform called Truth Social started by one Donald Trump. If you look at that today, there is anger. There is I mean, you're like, what is ha-? even on if you look around Twitter today, you can see this. There's just a lot of frustration and anger. And of course, many Christians are caught up right in it and they're yelling and screaming and demanding and we're going to do this and how dare you and we're going to rise up. And you're just like, what is happening? What is happening? What is happening? And you probably know why there's so much anger today, right? Unless you've been away from the planet. Maybe you have no internet. Well, then you wouldn't be listening to me. But but if you, unless for some reason you're just so disconnected from this world that you don't even know what's going on. Well, in some ways I applaud you. <laughs> Typically I wouldn't, but you may want to just stay away from everything today. But we're going to have to talk about it. Donald Trump has been indicted again. And this one looks re- very, very serious. In fact, if you just go to, just give you an example, just to show you. Um, I'll just grab my iPad. I'll just go to one website. I'll just go to one website just to show you. All right. If you just go to the Drudge Report, right? The Drudge Report used to be loved by conservatives. Now conservatives hate it because it's not conservative enough. But and all red. Here's just the, the top headlines. You ready? Trump federal indictment unsealed text. There's the text of it. Revealed Pentagon plan of attack faces one Hundred years, 37 criminal counts, downfall of the dawn. I'm an innocent man. Ex-president admits on tape he didn't declassify secret information, incriminating statements on Iran papers. Top lawyers abruptly resign. Aid scene moving boxes also hit with indictment. Extraordinary test of Garland's integrity. I mean, headline after headline after I mean, and it's just like, uh, oh, just if you dare, if you dare go get in your car, right? And turn on AM talk radio today, right? Well, just drive around town listening to it. They're losing their minds. They're losing their minds on Fox News. They're losing their minds on Truth Social. People are losing their minds on Twitter. The whole world is losing their mind. And you've got the people who are, lock him up. And others like, set him free. He's guilty. He's innocent. And it's just noise and chaos. 
Now, what I typically tend to do is want to keep our focus on, let's study. Hey, right now, guys, we're studying Jeremiah. Let's stay in Jeremiah. Hey, today, let's talk. But I feel like we have to address this some way to try to maybe pull, maybe if you're trying, if you're getting pulled in, right? If the rip current is pulling you out to sea, please swim. You you need to know how to get out of the rip current, all right? I'm going to get a lesson how to get out of a rip current. No, you need to not get pulled into it. You need to, you, listen, you do not speak about this situation as a Republican or as a Democrat. You do not speak about this situation as a Trump supporter or someone who doesn't support Trump. You need to speak about the situation as a Christ follower, right? As a Christian. And as a Christian, our approach should be very different because what we are worried about is, I don't know, the gospel, salvation, discipleship, living out our Christian life, right? Living, that's what we, but we get pulled into all of these things and they serve as distractions and they, and they turn and then we almost, and I've already seen many Christians doing it. They're talking about Trump and they're quoting this Bible verse and this Bible verse and, and, you know, and, and he, and, and just like, you know, he's a righteous man being persecuted and, and it's just ripping scripture so far out of context. I was going to grab a lot of screenshots of it today just to show. And I'm just looking at these scriptures like, what is how ha- These are Christians ripping scripture out of context to defend Trump. He may be found guilty. I mean, he, I mean, I guess nobody, he was just found guilty for the, 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 the well, we won't even go to the other things he's been found guilty of. We, but it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what he's found guilty of. Christian, there are many Christians who will support him. At, it's just bizarre to watch how all of this unfolds. So I wanted to take a step back. And what I'm going to do is we're going to review a little bit of audio because I heard this late last, uh, well, not last night, I don't know, two in the morning, three in the morning, somewhere in the morning. And I was like, wow, people are losing their, it's, 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 it's on. And, and just, and then just today, I've just looked around a little bit and it's just like crazy. Just, I mean, you know it, just please just stay out of it. Just don't, you won't, you're not going to accomplish anything. Any, just stay out of it. Stay out of it. And please, I beg you as a Christian, stop putting forth your pro-Trump. How about just put your pro-Christ? How about you just put your, your Christianity? Stay out of it, right? Because there's already the problem. Too many people in the world perceive Christianity as nothing more as a politically hijacked movement of the Republican Party. So we got to step back and look at this carefully, all right? So we're going to review a little bit of audio. A little bit of audio. And then I'm, I'm just going to point out, I don't remember who wrote this. I wish I could give them credit. I don't know who wrote this, uh, but they're, they gave like eight facts. I'm going to add maybe a couple of to them or reword some of them. Uh, but they, 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 they were trying to like, hey, everyone, calm down. Here are the facts you need to remember. And I, really, and I applaud that, that they were trying. I wish I would have their name, um, that I could give their name. But um, uh, it, it, it's. I think it's it's it, it's very helpful, and uh, we're going to use use that a little bit. So uh, we're going to go to a podcast called the Eleventh Hour, where they were talking about. I know. I mean, I mean, it's a shocker. Oh yeah, the indictment of Donald Trump, and so they this aired last night. 
but I did not hear it until two or three in the morning I, when I heard it. So I was a little behind in hearing it because when it, all the indictment was going down, I haven't been following it all today yet. I'll probably probably go downstairs, get some food and turn on uh, some news just to kind of keep up with it. I want to know what's going on. But I, I again, I want to maintain a Christian perspective, not a political one. And I don't know why Christians keep they keep. It's like we're sacrificing the things of God for politics. It reminds me of like, you know, the problem Jeremiah pointed out towards Judah. You're, you're digging a broken cistern that can't hold water. You're going, you're going after that which does not profit. You're going after that which is vain. You, that, that pursuing politics and fighting about all of this. I don't, I just don't understand. People think the solution to all of our problems is political, 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 political. And no, it's not. The issues are spiritual. They can only be, if we're going to accomplish anything from it, unless I'm going to abandon Christianity, I abandon Christianity, then yeah, maybe I'll, I'll probably won't even join you in your political crusade then either. But I, especially as a Christian, I'm not joining in you in your political crusade. I don't vote. I don't care about any of the political nonsense. It's just, it's just, in many cases, I believe much of their issues are trying to find earthly solutions to spiritual problems. That's my own take, but here we go. Let's review a little bit of this. We're not going to review it all. It's called the 11th hour. Uh, the The latest episode is on the Trump indictment. And uh, yeah, someone will be like, you, you need Fox News. Oh, wait, no, no, I'm sorry. We don't watch Fox News anymore. You need the Tucker Carlson 10 minute video that he posted on Twitter that has 87 million impressions because Tucker Carlson speaks the truth and, and I need Newsmax and I need Alex Jones. And yeah, I know. Okay. Yeah, now, yeah. See, that's the world uh, Christianity. So many Christians have lost their like touch with reality. But I digress. Let's listen to a little of this. See what they had to say, and then I'll throw in comments, and then I'm going to read these eight facts. I may start giving out some of these facts here in a minute because the one fact is very, 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 very important that I keep seeing Christians. Overlook, and I have listened to Christian radio just a little bit this morning. American Family Radio. Trust me, they're like this is a crime. This, like, they're. I mean, according to them, it doesn't matter what a, the court system says. Trump is innocent. Doesn't matter what happens, right? Um, does it? I see. In fact, uh, hang on. Give me one second here. Is it what's her name? Yeah, I think it's her name. All right, yeah. Um Yeah, if you if you if you in the meantime, while everything else is going on, remember Trump is asking judge to hold a retrial or reduce five million damages in E. Jean Carroll's sexual assault case. Now remember. Trump was found, uh, well, how did they word it? Uh, remember, Trump was, uh, well, I mean, he lost. He lost the case in the sexual assault of E. Jean Carroll. He, he lost the case. But it doesn't matter that he lost the case. Uh, his defamatory statements and all of the other things that he said, um, the, it, it, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Uh, because, uh, I mean, the jury made a verdict and it doesn't matter um, because uh, just the whole thing is just crazy because it, even if he's found guilty in a court of law, 
Even if the court says you're responsible, it, it, it's Christian radio and Christian programs are like, he's innocent. He's innocent. So I, I don't, it doesn't matter what he does. It's just, it's just really weird to see. Like it does not matter. It, it's like he's, he's a victim. He's a martyr. And it's like he, he was a, 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 the court system did its job, right? Now, if you've got evidence that proves he wasn't guilty, then by all means, don't get on Twitter screaming about it. Contact the judge, contact the court system and give your evidence to that would, you know, exonerate and prove the innocence of Donald Trump. But no, you just yell and scream that he's innocent without any evidence. Or you say, what about them? Or what about them? None of that is like the logical, biblical way of thinking. Right. Okay. so. All right. I was going to read more about the E. Jean, e. Jean Carroll case, but we will go to that later. Now, in the meantime, let's do this. Let's pull up my facts. Here we go. And we'll let's listen to this audio and we'll just we'll just have a, a quick discussion about this. Here we go. Good evening. Once again, I'm Stephanie Rule. We continue our breaking news coverage on this historic night. NBC News has confirmed that Donald Trump the nation's 45th president has been indicted on seven charges in connection with his mishandling of classified documents. Let that sink in for a moment. We've been talking about it for months, but here it is. For the first time in U.S. history, a former president is now facing federal charges. Trump has received a summons to appear in U.S. District Court on June 13th. That is this coming Tuesday. The indictment remains under seal but sources tell NBC News the charges include making false statements and conspiracy to obstruct. And The New York Times reports the charges also include, quote, willfully retaining national defense secrets in violation of the Espionage Act, according to people familiar with the matter. The charges, of course, come after a lengthy investigation led by Justice Department special counsel Jack Smith. Tonight, Donald Trump responded on his social media platform. Watch this. They can't stop because it's election interference at the highest level. There's never been anything like what's happened. They figure the way they're going to stop us is by using what's called warfare. And that's what it is. This is warfare for the law. But it's called election interference. They're trying to destroy your reputation so they can win an election. I did nothing wrong. And we will fight this out just like we've been fighting for seven years. I'm innocent and we will prove that very, very soundly. Fact check. When the former president is saying the word they, he is referring to Democrats. Democrats did not indict the president. President Joe Biden did not invite, indict Donald Trump. It was a grand jury based in Florida. That, that is so important. It was not Biden who indicted him. It wasn't Democrats. It was a grand jury in Florida. All right, let's make sure. So fact number one is a Florida grand jury indicted Trump, not Biden. And I've seen this just repeated over and over and over and over. Biden, Biden, Biden. No, no, no. Talk about who was on the grand jury. Your issuer with the jurors. That's who your issue is with. They're the ones who indicted and they're from Florida, which Trump won twice, right? So, so in a state which would be much more that the jurors would be more likely to be more favorable to Trump than not favorable, 
it was the jurors. And, and it's like, no, Biden, Democrats, deep state, conspiracy, aliens, the Illuminati, reptilians, like, I, I, the, those people from Atlantis, I, I, the moon, Mars, Pluto. Like, it, it's like, no, jurors who were selected to be on a jury heard the information and then voted to indict the former president of the United States on federal charges. You say, well, I disagree. You can disagree, but still frame it in a correct way. That's all I'm asking. Just frame it in a correct way. He was indicted by a grand jury, not Biden, right? That is it. We should also note Trump has already pleaded not guilty to 34 counts of falsifying business records here in New York. We've got a lot to cover. So let's get smarter with the help of our lead off panel this evening. Peter Baker's here, chief White House correspondent for The New York Times. Katie Benner, Pulitzer Prize winning Justice Department reporter for The New York Times. Former U.S. attorney Joyce Vance, who spent 25 years as a federal prosecutor. Charles Coleman, former New York prosecutor and civil rights attorney. Anthony Coley, former Justice Department spokesperson under Attorney General Merrick Garland, and Frank Fugluzzi, former FBI Assistant Director for Counterintelligence. As I look at you all, here we are on a very serious and sober night, a night where we see the justice system, the rule of law working. It works slowly, but it works. Joyce, what's your reaction? Well, I think this is actually the point that we've been trying to make all along, Steph, We don't know DOJ is going to indict in any particular case until it happens. It's a long path. It's a frustrating path. What Americans can take away tonight is that the process worked, that a a career Justice Department official acting as the special counsel has now led a team that compiled evidence sufficient to convince a grand jury to indict the former president. And that is a process that is not grounded in politics, no matter what Donald Trump tries to convince people of. This is a purely professional process grounded in the rule of law. That's something I think we can all take heart from. We've been through it. And I want and I want to make this very clear. Even if you say, "Ah, I think politics are involved. Maybe you think politics were involved in going after him in the first place. Maybe maybe, let's say you're right. They, they, They were politically minded. They went after him. This is a witch hunt. This is unfair. Fine. All right. Let's say you're right. Okay. Let's say, uh, let's say that's right. Well, guess what? They still had to compile evidence, present it to a grand jury, and the grand jury had to decide, yes, there's enough evidence here, indict. And he's still going to get his day in court. So when people are like, he's indicted, this is horrible, free. He's not, he's, when they're saying free him, <laughs> he's not, he's been indicted. He's not in jail yet, right? He's got to go through the process. So, so even if you call into the initial searching him out, even if you say it's not fair, others have done the same thing. That's like, you know, trying to justify a wrong by pointing out other wrongs. These are logical fallacies. I, I don't know why Christians have a hard time sometimes with logical fallacies, but you just have to say here, this is the way the system works. Evidence was gathered, presented to a grand jury. The grand jury said, indict. 
they they hand down the indictment. He's indicted. Then it, the process has to the, the process works. So whatever you call into question their their you can call into question their motives for looking for the evidence. You can call into question their motives in gathering the evidence. You can call into their motive. You can call into question all of their motives, but it still has to go through the process. And if you're going to say, well, I don't trust, then you can't trust any, then, then guess what? I guess you don't trust the entire court ju- judicial system anymore. That's what this leads to. This is what this is all leading to little by little. And this is just becoming more and more evident in our society. Nobody, nobody wants to trust the election anymore. The elections are rigged. The elections are rigged anytime your side loses. Now, if your side wins, Done. See, any any Republican who won the midterm, well, the election wasn't rigged. Any a Republican who lost the midterm, done, it was rigged. Well, so why was it only like this? So just just inconsistent. Any news you don't like is fake news, right? This is what it's turned into, right? So if you don't like a grand jury's uh, decision, well, then it's all evil, wrong. It's a conspiracy. If you like it, oh, it's great. It's awesome. It's justice. If it's news you agree with. It's real news. If it's news you don't like, it's fake news. If it's an election where your side wins, it's a good election. If it's an election, it's a rigged election. You can't. That is just so insane that rational people need to wake up. And Christians don't need to get sucked into this. We need to be standing out going, no, 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 no. We are going to be good stewards of the brain God gave us. We're going to think logically, rationally. We're going to be fair. We are not going to look at this from a partisan perspective. We're going to look at it from a place of facts and being truthful and being honest and not slandering and not, and that's how we have to look at it. A tough three years. A few years, the rule of law still works in this country. Charles, we have been speaking about this for months. Someone we have not heard from all of this time, including tonight, is Jack Smith. He has worked quietly, meticulously, mm-hmm. and here we are. Anyone who says we know what's in there, they don't. Ari Melber said it. The whole world is listening to Jack Smith, and he hasn't said anything. Right. Absolutely. And I'm so glad you brought that up, because if there's any takeaway and Joyce started to hit on this, it's that the American public really begin to understand what prosecutors actually do. We have been looking at this case far too deeply as compared to another type of case or another type of investigation where we would not have the details that we've had, but for the extensive investigative reporting and the leaks that we have seen. Usually prosecutors work the way that Jack Smith has worked. In silence, without sort of the news cameras and all of the different reporters understanding and trying to monitor every single turn. Jack Smith has stayed the course. He has stayed meticulous. He has stayed methodical and he has used a very clear line to get here. On Monday, you asked me right here in this chair, why do you think they are moving to Florida? And I said, well, I believe the case is expanding, but I wasn't sure. Today, what we are learning is that Jack Smith understood by being a prosecutor and playing by the book, the majority of the crimes that he is alleging occurred took place in Florida, which is why he didn't he did not want to form shop. He could have brought this case in D.C., but by doing it in Florida, he did an he made an expert move that's basically going to take away any argument that Trump's team will have to say this is motivated by political motives. This is something that you're trying to shop 
for a venue that's going to be friendly to the government. Court, court shopping. Absolutely. Looking for a court that'll, that, that'll look friendly on you. Why Trump says he can't get a fair trial in liberal New York. If you can't it, get a fair trial in a state that you won twice in two consecutive presidential elections, you can't make that argument. And so you're talking about now, Jack Smith has decided, look, I'm going to. And not only is it in Florida, a state he won twice, I believe it's a Trump-appointed judge. I believe it's a Trump-appointed judge over this. So, so in other words, that you can't make that argument. You, you can't make that argument either. So I, I just, I, and again, I, I want to make it very clear. You can say, I don't agree with the, I, I, there's, I think that they, this was all politically motivated to go after him. You can say it's not fair, but look, once the evidence is gathered and the, it's presented to a jury of people in Florida and they come back saying, indict, what you, you I mean, if you're if you're going to throw that out, then just throw out every indictment that's ever occurred in the history of grand juries. Just throw them all out. Let's just let's just throw out the entire let every all criminals just get out of prison today because you probably were you were probably put in prison under false pretense. You'd be like, no, no, no. The rule of law. We need us. We are a nation of law and we must defend the law and we must lock up criminals. Well, then the law has to be applied to everyone, whether they are our favorite politician or our unfavorite politician. I go into a firmly red state. And I'm going to indict you there because that's where you violated the law. My takeaway, my initial impression, Jack Smith has shown America what prosecutors do. Katie, you have the hardest job here. You cover the Department of Justice and understanding what's going on inside is not easy. What can you tell us? That's not easy, but I can say that people have been buzzing all day and even yesterday about the possibility of an indictment. All right. And they go on and they, they talk some more. I just want to just give you a little bit of a sense of, of what's being said. Here are the facts I at least want you to consider. Number one, a Florida grand jury indicted Trump, not Biden. So many Trump supporters are saying this, and I think even Trump himself has said something similar to this. If they can do this to me, then they can do this to you. Right. Hey, look what look, you've got to defend me because because if they're going to do this to me, they're going to do this to you. Well, technically, that is correct. However, the best way to say it is no one is above the law. Yeah. If you break the law, you're right. They're going to do it to you like they will do it to me. Now, can you say is justice always equal in the United States? Well, we always know people who have money and power usually have far greater ability to avoid jail and certain sentences versus those who just have a public defender. There's a lot of things about the justice system that bother bothers me. You could argue that because of his position and power and politics, that there are those looking for dirt on him. And maybe a lot of the things they've thrown at him, whether you could say was not accurate, was not fair. Well, you would hope the system will be able to say, no, 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 no. There's no charges that are going to be brought because there's nothing of substance there. Right. There was a lot of talk about, you know, you know, you can, you know, uh, working with the Russians and Russians and 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 uh, uh, and and well, did anything come of that? If there if there's nothing there, then you would, would hope that the system will at least work itself out. And not just because he's been indicted doesn't mean he's been proven to be guilty yet. So we have to let the system run its course. All right. So, yeah, the, I think no one is above the law. Number three, if they can jail an opponent, we don't have a republic. 
That's what a lot of people say. If you can just jail a an opponent, then we don't have a republic. Trump is not in jail. He will show up for an arraignment and likely be released. So let's let the thing play its course. Number four, he's afforded all the rights everyone is afforded and a trial will take place according to the rule of law unless he takes a plea deal. So he's, he's, he's given the same rights everyone else is given. He's going to be arraigned. There, there'll be a trial and unless he takes a plea deal. He can, he can do that. So let's let, let, let it's, let, let it work itself out. Let, let's let it run its course. And then this is important. Grand juries indict, not prosecutors. They keep going a lot of, I've seen a lot of attacks on the prosecutor, on the pro. It's the grand, blame the people on the jury. Okay. Blame the grand jury. That's who you have to blame. All right. And now this is very important. Donald Trump is innocent until proven guilty. He is to be considered innocent until proven guilty. Until he is proven guilty, we have to view him as innocent. So if you don't like Donald Trump, you can't say he's guilty of anything yet. He's only been indicted. Now, on the other trial with a sexual assault, he, he was held responsible for that. Okay. So, but I guess that doesn't, that doesn't really matter. I guess in some people's mind, like the whole, whole thing is, 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 is crazy. But in this case, he is innocent until proven. Whatever else you may think about him, whatever else he may be guilty, he may be guilty of a thousand things. But on this indictment, he is not guilty yet. He's only been indicted. Once the system goes, one, then we can say whether he's guilty or innocent. For now, we view him as innocent until proven guilty. All right, that's very important. Um, next, um, this is the Justice Department working as it should. If he is found not guilty, then he will have had his day in court, as has the government. This is exactly how it's supposed to work. Donald Trump will have his day in court. And if he has the way to prove he's innocent, he will prove it. And if the government cannot prove its case, then they will fail. And then Donald Trump will walk out and say, see, told you I was innocent. Told you I did nothing wrong. These people are horrible. And then there can be the backlash against bringing these charges that that prove to be fraudulent or not right, or however it's proven uh, for him to be found innocent or to be found not guilty, utilizing the correct verbiage. Okay. But um, that that has to play itself out. He will have his day in court. That's what you have to know. He'll have to have his day in court. So number one, it, it's a, a grand jury that indicted Trump, not Biden. Two, um, the best way to understand this, he's not above the law. Three, um, he, uh, he, he is not in jail. He is not in jail. He will show up for an arraignment and most likely be released. Next, he's afforded all the rights everyone is afforded and will, and a trial will take place according to the rule of law unless he takes a plea deal. Grand juries indict, not prosecutors, and Donald Trump is to be understood as proven, as innocent until proven guilty. All right. This is the, this is, he will have his day in court. He will have his day in court. And then number eight. Every single member of the GOP ranting about how unfair this is continues to put our country in peril, fomenting anger when most of them cannot stand Trump themselves. They do it because they fear his supporters and want and want them to get reelected. I would just word it this way. We got to stop screaming and yelling how unfair is this and we got to rise up and fight 
because it just creates violence and division. Everyone just let, let it see what happens. If he's innocent, you know what I want? I want it to be proven that he's innocent. That's what I want. If the case is not enough to prove his guilt, then I want him to walk away and I want it to be done away with. But if he's guilty, then I want the legal system to run its course, prove his guilt, and then he faces the charges, whatever they can be. Or he can take a plea deal if he wants and do it that way. Whatever the case may be. Let's just let it play itself out. Let's just play. Let's stay away from conspiracy theories and rumors and innuendo. Let's just, let's just let it play itself out. It's a historical moment, right? This is, he's been indicted now for the second time for, I think this is the first time in American history that uh, a president's been indicted on federal charges. I think Nixon was headed there before he resigned. So we're watching a a history unfold before our very eyes. This is going to be in history books after we're long gone and dead. People will be studying this so you can watch it, learn from it. But just remember, don't respond to it as a political person. Respond to it as a believer in Christ. As everyone's ripping each other apart and attacking and calling each other names, almost calling for violence, we are like, no, 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 no. Your hope is not in a political process. Your hope is not even in the judicial process. Your hope is in Jesus Christ. You're a sinner. They're a sinner. We need faith in Christ. Let's pursue Christ. Let's grow. Let's serve, live our life in this world as Christians, serving others, putting Christ first. That's what we're called to do. But Christians are getting pulled into this and they're ripping scriptures out of context. We can't allow that to happen. Now, I don't know what, what's going to occur. I just got, I'm beginning all kinds of notifications um, about this. Um, the Wall Street Journal just had a, a, a thing. There's 37. Um, that you can read the you can read the full. You can read the uh, full Trump indictment um, for yourself. It's online. Yeah, um, here we go. Uh, here's the ABC News. I'm getting, like, I got reports popping up everywhere. Uh, Trump charged with 37 counts and classified documents uh, indictment. Trump's charges include conspiracy to obstruct justice and a scheme to conceal. Federal prosecutors... Pro- Federal prosecutors unsealed the indictment Friday against former President Donald Trump and uh, one of his aides in connection with the handling of government documents. The former president was hit with 37 charges, including conspiracy to obstruct uh, justice and scheme to conceal, while his aide was indicted on six charges, including conspiracy to obstruct justice and false statements and representation. Then here's the full indictment. You can read the whole thing right there. Uh, Trump is slated to be arraigned on Tuesday in a federal court. Trump has repeatedly denied any wrongdoing and criticized the Department of Justice and the U.S. Attorney of conducting a political witch hunt. Special counsel Jack Smith is slated to make a statement about the indictment at 3 p.m. This is a developing story. Please check back for updates. Now, here, here's the thing. Nobody knows what's going to happen. This may blow up and Trump walks out innocent. Good to go. He may be found guilty. My concern is this. The church of Jesus Christ 
if Trump is found guilty, I think it's going to get ugly if it does. Where is the church going to be? Are we going to be screaming with our Trump flags trying to, I don't know, break into the Capitol building? We're going to be threatening people online, saying outrageous things. Are we going to be praying for people, loving people, serving people, and presenting Christ to people? Where's the church going to be when all of the, when the dust settles, right? When, or not even when the dust settles, when this blows up, right? Because right now I think it's just like a, it's like a Coke bottle being shaken up, right? And if he's found guilty, it's going to explode. Where is the church going to be? Because at those same people who stormed the Capitol, who said the election was stolen, are going to be the same people that if Trump is found guilty, they're going to say this is fraudulent, this is wrong, this was corrupt. Now, while the world is out there fighting and screaming and yelling, okay, that I expect them to do that. This is their world. This is their kingdom. This is their home. This, this is it for them. But for those of us who are followers of Christ, wh- where, are we, where are we going to be in this? Where is the church going to? Are we going to be the church or just one side of a political war. We're fighting a spiritual war. We're not in the political war. Are we going to be fleshly and carnal or spiritual and biblical? And 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 let me make it very clear. If you're online yelling and screaming at people who are your political enemy, where is do you want them to agree with you politically or do you want them to come to be a follower of Christ? Do you want to win a debate with them about a culture cultural issue or do you want to present Christ to them? Do you just want to win your arguments online and attack people and call them names? Look, I'll show you how this works. Download Truth Social, create a an account, and just start posting things that are not positive towards Trump. Things that call Trump into question. You will be attacked. You will be called names. Well, that's fine when the world acts like that. Christians, no, 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 no. That's not how we are supposed to act. We have to be above this. We're supposed to be salt and light. We're supposed to live peaceably. We're supposed to be, you know, praying for and and pray for and pray for the entire process by all means. Pray, pray. You pray for people you agree with politically, and you pray for people you don't agree with politically. You pray for salvation. You pray, you know, you, you, you pray for people. You show love to even your enemy. But we've become so culture war and we've so fallen into this political trap that I think many Christians just want to win arguments more. I think they want to see, they want to win arguments than they want to see people converted. Oh, well, okay. Good point. Um, we've already had issues with QAnon before and yeah, I'm probably going to, I'm probably going to have all kinds of problems with QAnon about this. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry, QAnon. Trump is not the savior. Jesus Christ is. I don't know what's going to happen. You say, what do you want to happen? I just want, ju- I just want the justice system to do its job, Right. He's going to have a trial. Want it to be a fair trial? 
want to be a speedy trial. I wanted this to be concluded sooner rather than later so it doesn't continue to drag the country through this. And I want it to be over. And trust me, there's more indictments coming. We got the whole Georgia election interference thing coming down. That's coming down possibly Ju- maybe the end of June, July, somewhere, probably before the end of August. We're going to have probably Trump is going to possibly be indicted another time. And there may be other things coming. Before it's over, Trump's going to be the most indicted former president in the history of the world. You say, well, it's not fair. Well, grand juries, blame the grand juries. Why do they keep finding jurors who are like, yeah, you got to indict the guy. Look at the evidence. So I... We'll just have to wait and see how this all plays out. That's all I'm asking is all I'm asking you to do is please take off the Trump hat. Take off, take down the Trump flag. And remember, you are a follower of Christ. Let's preach Christ to the nations, right? Let's bring the nations to Christ. Let's bring the nation to the word of God. Let's bring the nations to a biblical worldview, not a political worldview. Remember, it's more important to bring people to Christ than win a cultural war argument. It's more important to present Christ than to win a debate on Twitter or Facebook or whatever social media site you're hanging out at. All right. You can hear my neighbor's truck. My neighbor's probably like, I'm moving away from this communist. Okay, no, I'm no, I'm joking. I, I don't, I don't, I, I, I don't think he's saying that. I don't think so. It's like, pack up, kids. We got to get out of here. Got a commie living next to us. Got a liberal. I'm not a commie. I'm not a liberal. That's the thing. I don't hold to any political title. I'm a Christian. I'm a Christian. That's what I'm trying to be. Not say I'm always going to do a good job of it. But that's what I'm trying to be. And I think it's something that we have to constantly remind ourselves of. All right. There's some scriptures I was thinking about, but you know what? We... We'll look at them at another time. Yeah, I just wish, just we're living in a, uh, we're living in a difficult time. We are. A divided country, a divided nation where Christianity is being identified more for the politicians we support than the Savior that we're supposed to be preaching. And that's a problem. When your Christianity is more associated with a politician than it is with the eternal son of God, with the triune God. When, you're, when, you're, when your Christianity is more identified by your culture war stance than your proclamation of the gospel, we have a problem. So would you be factual, be careful, get out of the rip current. Right? Get out of the rip current.
you can email me, newsif at yahoo.com. Newsif at yahoo.com. That's newsif at yahoo.com. Everyone have a great day. Thank you for listening. God bless.